What's up, beautiful people? I am so glad that you're back here on the Liberated Road podcast. Um, welcome back. I'm glad that you survived all these episodes. <laughs> and if you didn't, and this is your first time here, I'd like to welcome you too because it's so amazing. I'm glad you're here. Um, if it's the title that brought you here, uh, it's going to be a doozy today. We are going to talk about something that I never talk about, and that is relationships. I have to start with a confession here. And the confession is basically that my last relationship kind of broke me in a sense. And a lot of people don't even think of it like that. A lot of people probably don't even know that. But the reality of the situation is, yes, it did. And not in a way that it normally would because it was very different. It wasn't in a way where you're extremely depressed or it's something that really tags you on. But I think it was more so because I already had other things going on internally. You know, I think to end a relationship in the midst of a grieving process is not recommended, first of all. And it really sucked. Especially, especially, key point, especially when the reason behind it can sometimes seem like it's not necessarily like it should have ended, but it had to. And I think that we've all been in those places and to be in that space, it was really difficult. So first of all, I'd like to say thanks to my closest friends that sat there and listened to every rant and every feeling that I had about the situation that I did not disclose to the public because to the public, I believe that it kind of looked like I didn't care. I think at that point, I really didn't in the beginning, but of course, just like a car accident, you know. You don't initially feel your injuries in the moment. It usually takes a second. (laughs) But you guys, I'm human. And I think with any type of ending, whether it be a good ending or a bad ending, there's this rough ass feeling of guilt. Guilt was definitely a huge feeling. Guilt because it's like I'm the one walking away. And there is a lot of what ifs. Like what if this is the wrong decision? Um, and I think you try to talk yourself out of it for so long that once it's a reality, I felt so free. Um, and that's not in an offensive way, but it was a free, like I stood up for myself and it was a free, like, it's going to be okay because things begin and end all the time. That's natural that's what they're supposed to do but it still sucked (laughs) and I think another addition to the reason why it sucked is because when you really actually care for someone and see how great someone can be and they don't see it I don't think there's anything that you can do 
to change that because you can't make someone change and you can't or you shouldn't expect anyone to be anything but themselves. So I think at a certain point, I realized that I was expecting them to be something that they weren't trying to be in the first place. And that's a really hard pill to swallow. I do a lot. I do a lot of, um, excuse my voice, y'all. It's like three o'clock in the morning because I'm a psycho. Um, Like my friend says, but my start time to get up is three o'clock in the morning. But that's another story for another day. But yeah, I just think that that's something that a lot of people don't want to admit. And a lot of people don't walk away. A lot of us stay in situations that don't serve us anymore. That really, what I really wanted to say was kind of like an Ari Lennox quote, like in her album where she's like, and please don't be in these situations where it's emotionally abusive. I think emotional abuse is the worst kind of abuse. Quote Ari Lennox. (laughs) But I really feel like that. It was an emotionally abusive situation and I've been in physical abusive, physically abusive situations. And I can agree with Ari. That shit sucked. Because that's not a situation where it's like, you're harming me. I have this proof. Um, I have to get away from you. You're dangerous. Emotional abuse is more like, you're harming me in the way that you make me feel. I really can't prove it necessarily unless, you know, people watch us and observe us. Um, There's no physical evidence to an emotional abuse or, or even a neglect because I had to learn even in therapy, like if someone doesn't listen to you, once someone tells you they're going to change something and they don't change it after multiple times of asking or only change it for a little while just to appease you. And that is a very popular, popular trick. Um, I do these readings. I do love readings quite often. Um, and like I said, love spells, love readings. They're not my favorite because we can't force anyone to do anything. And to sit with what comes out in a love reading sometimes is really heavy and it's really difficult for some people. And that's just a crummy feeling. Like, you don't want to be that person. It's just like being a doctor and having to tell somebody, you know, they they lost someone or lost a child or what have you. It's just the sucky part of being a reader. Um, but in that, it's always some situation close to that. If, if someone's not changing what you're asking them to do and they change it for a little while and they'll come and they say, oh, well, so-and-so did this. Um, And then the next week they were right back to it. And I'm like, because their intention is not to change. Their intention is to make you think that they changed. And you guys, I just think that's a little sick and twisted in a sense, in certain aspects, because I think we all do that sometimes. But I just think that's really neglectful and emotionally abusive. That's awful. It's just doing something to appease someone. And if you can't fulfill what someone 
um, wants, if so, or, or if someone says, this is what I want, these are the goals I have. And if you look at that, and that is not on your list, why not just leave them where they are? Or why not just come clean and say, this is what I want, but I'm not able to do this for you. That's fine. And it's the same reason why it's hard to walk away from someone that's treating you like that. Um, but yeah, there's no real evidence to it. It's a lot of he said, she said. It can be dramatic because when you're emotionally, when, it, when it's emotional, you have to outsource to someone, I feel. I felt like I had to outsource, not within, because, you know, sometimes that could be manipulated to, to vent to a partner that's unknowingly, because not all the time is it intentional that someone can abuse your emotions, but it's also about what they do to change the behavior. So... Yeah, that felt really good to admit. <laughs> and that's what happened. But I think, is it okay to walk away from someone if you know, like, you've grown from them or they're not growing with you or they're refusing to change? I think hell yeah it is because we are spirits. All of us are souls in these bodies and the point of life is to experience each other. And once that experience has ended, the end of the road there, you know, and we can no longer, it, it's selfish to try to hold on to someone, in my opinion, extremely selfish. I highly don't recommend that either because that's codependency. If you feel that you can't move on from a person just because you don't want other people to have them or just because you don't want to give them up for your own whatevers um i just think that's codependency and that's selfish as well so call it what you want but <sighs> hashtag selfish <laughs> because we all should let it flow this is what the journey of life is about i don't think it's always the first try that you'll meet the person that does all the things or most of the things or you know I just think that it's dating and it's just how it goes. And another thing, we have to know that when you don't speak on something, that's a trauma response for you. That means that you're not honoring your own personal boundaries, your own personal boundaries when you don't speak up for yourself, when you don't say, I don't like that because you're trying to keep the peace with someone. That's a trauma response. So you have to keep taking up space and using your voice. And I think that another painful part was that was one of the very few times that I actually stopped trying to keep peace and I used my voice. I used my voice 100%. Totally used my voice there. Um, but yes, that is where I'm at with it. I've been, um, since then, I've actually been 
single and I have been celibate, as in not having any type of sexual contact. Um, I don't even think I've had like the opposite. Oh, well, yeah, I have. I've had like two guy, guy, male friends, platonic friends in my home since then. Um, <clears throat> and of course, a few female friends, of course, I've invited people, but I think I kind of went into isolation. So I don't know. I think grief and ending a relationship, like it was just really deep. And I think that even though it sucked, it was in a good way too, because I felt like I'm a free bird, baby. I got to fly. Like, I don't know. I can't be tamed in a sense. And I think that I thrive when I'm able to be free, when someone respects the fact that I like to freely flow in certain aspects. And I got to learn more about myself because I actually got to sit with myself, not another person, not, you know, going on dates all the time, not constantly having different partners, like just me and this bed. One fun fun fact I learned is that I like to put things like on the side of me, like my laptop, kind of to help the light, <laughs> the loneliness sometimes. Uh, I don't know if anybody does that, but I do. Um, but I think that it got deep, you know, I soul searched so deep. I highly recommend at least being single for a year. I don't think it's been a full year yet, like super almost, but, um, I highly recommend it. I think everyone should do it. I was told that in therapy and I agree even if it hasn't been a year, I agree that taking time to just sit with self is needed. Highly recommend. But anyway, that's my early morning rant slash podcast for you guys. So I just feel like Evan should do what speaks to them. I think we should all realize that we are human. And I think that we should all remember that our purpose here is to experience each other. So if anything is holding you back from the experience of life, uh, of being fulfilled, of being happy, of building your legacy, if anything is draining you, you have every right to cut it off and walk away. That doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. That just means that you know that you're responsible for you and only you, and you can't change anyone. That's all you can do is be you. And if something doesn't align with you, it has to go. <sighs> deep breath on that. <clears throat> Maybe I should have introduced the deep breath so y'all could have took it, took it with me. Okay, deep breath. Mine was shaky and horrible. I need to meditate after this. Whew. That was a lot. So this is a piece of my soul that I'm leaving on a podcast for you guys. And I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> Served right on a platter. <laughs> See you guys next time. Peace.